Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech, Texas Tech has suspended men's basketball head coach Mark Adams. What's it all about? Next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through Lubbock. Always great to have you along for the ride on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making us your first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. He's the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Emergency episode. Another chapter in the files from from here it's possible is the way it feels today because we're coming to you because we've got big news in West Texas. Texas Tech has announced the suspension of their head men's basketball coach Mark Adams. I'll Read to you this statement, Chris, as we get into this. Texas Tech University has suspended men's basketball head coach Mark Adams in relation to the use of an inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment last week. On Friday, Director of Athletics Kirby Hocutt was made aware of an incident regarding a coaching session between Adams and a member of the men's basketball team. Adams was encouraging the student-athlete to be more receptive to coaching and referenced Bible verses about workers, teachers, parents, and slaves serving their masters. Adams immediately addressed this with the team and apologized upon learning of the incident. Kirby Hocutt addressed this matter with Adams and issued him a written reprimand. Hocutt subsequently made the decision to suspend Coach Adams effective immediately in order to conduct a more thorough inquiry of Adams' interactions with his players and staff. Chris, great to see you again. As you and I are sitting here having this conversation, this inquiry, as I understand it, is ongoing and that's where I'll toss it to you, man, as we get into this wild timeline that has transpired over the weekend. Yeah, um, yeah, good, good to be back with you, and, and I hate it under these circumstances. Um, you know, and sorry we, we missed a few episodes. It was mainly my fault. Uh, my daughter was in town over the weekend, home from college, and anyway, trying to spend some time with her, and we had, obviously, the game uh, yesterday, and I was in San Antonio uh, late last week with uh, – uh, the Cooper folks, and I just did not in any way think that this is something that we would be talking about on this day. No. Um, um, you know, I don't know what all has gone on here, uh, but it it's it it's not good uh, because I I think there's a lot of people concerned about their livelihoods and and all that, and these are. There's so many people in that program over there that I that I know and know well and know their families and all that. And I think it's probably a lot of confusion uh, right now about what is about to happen, if anything. I mean, but as yesterday played out, uh, I didn't think Tech played particularly well. Um, and I, I just thought Oklahoma State had a, a different sense of urgency. I wouldn't have known anything was out of, of sorts other than you just didn't play well, uh, talked to uh, Mark after the game and he was, um, you know, very normal and, and calm and, and just said, you know, we another close loss and we, uh, we'll, we'll be ready for, for Kansas city. And, uh, and, and you wake up to this this morning and it's just, it's just shocking. Cause this is a, I guess at this point, it's a national story of sorts, uh, based on yeah. uh, how many people are talking about it, writing about it from all parts, at least in the college basketball world. And, I don't, I don't know where we go from here, but yeah, Casey, I, I think so. So we can kind of help people understand as we're sitting here talking. I don't think they were scheduled to have a practice today. I think it's kind of a mandated day off. Like you got to squeeze so many of those in. 
for NCAA rules and all that. And and now now this day is being filled up with my my suspicion is is this investigation, which probably involves Kirby Hokut and anybody on his staff meeting with a variety of of players and coaches about what all has gone what all has gone on here. Has anything else like this gone on? Has I mean, whatever. I don't know what, you know, the, the scope of, of, of that, because there's now, as we've all read, there's more things that have come out about other incidents, um, I guess, this year. And so I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to be surprised if this, if there's a change made. I, I just don't know. But I also don't know. I don't know what everybody, you know, I don't know all the pertinent details here. Um, uh, but I just, it, it just sucks for a lot of people over there. And I don't know exactly how Mark used these terms uh, to a member of his team. Uh, and in, and in necessarily the, I mean, I've read the statement like you did that, that Wes Bloomquist, who we work with, uh, Haxton and I do directly and what, what they put out. But this is a different day and time. And man, there's just certain things that you just can't say. And I think Kirby and, and them are, are, you know, acting accordingly. And, you know, I, I go back because the first thing when I saw this, I immediately in my mind went back to Greg McDermott at Creighton two years ago, who was suspended for something similar. And he, he was able to survive it. I also in my mind went back to this past, August with an Oklahoma receivers coach, Kale Gundy, who did something, I think quoted a rap lyric or whatever, and did not survive it. And it, it had certain language in there. And so, uh, but, but I, I'm, my, my head is spinning. I'm sure just like yours is and everybody else that's watching this, because this is just not what I expected to wake up to today. No, and some of the other reporting nationally uh, as it relates to other alleged incidents, I guess, uh, that Chris was referring to there has to do with uh, a, a spitting incident where there's some story that uh, I guess it was actually just, you know, spitting in the, the course of, of yelling talking, or talking yeah. or whatever. And then Adams makes a comment to a player, he can spit on you whenever I want to. This is according to a stadium uh, report. That's a just a sports website or whatever. Jeff Goodman is the guy writing this. Um, Adam says in that report, I don't remember remember saying that as far as it relates to the spit. As far as it relates to the uh, the Bible verse, uh, Adams, according to the stadium report, says that the comments he made were not racist. He was quoting a Bible verse when he told one of his players that there is, quote, always a master and a servant. Adams is quoted in the article saying, Quote, I was quoting the scripture. It was a private conversation about coaching and when you have a job and being coachable. I said that in the Bible that Jesus talks about how we all have bosses and we all are servants. I was quoting the Bible about that. Adams went on to say uh, that he addressed the team the following day to explain the situation, but that he did not apologize. Uh, he says, quote, one of my coaches said it bothered the player. I explained it to them. I didn't apologize. Okay. So for whatever these details are worth to you as fans is up to you, I guess. I don't know what they're worth to uh, Kirby Hocutt or Texas Tech administrators or program supporters, Chris. But I think we all understand also, uh, like you mentioned, McDermott um, in that type of situation. And I honestly don't even remember the story, but the profile of the coach decorated profile of the coach here beleaguered 
as we sit here today, uh, finishing the regular season in the way that you did. So I don't know how many people are willing to go to bat for Mark Adams. If there is a reason to go to bat, if there is a proper defense, and maybe there is, maybe there isn't, I have no idea. Um, I don't know Mark Adams personally to render any judgment on his character or racist inclinations or anything along those lines. So I will make no effort to. Um, And I also, Chris, in some ways, have a very hard time just personally speaking now as a fan wringing my hands over this in either direction. Uh, Part of it is coach and basketball related. The program right now, you know, stepping to bat for it. What's it worth? Not much to me. Um, But I also, by the same token, on the other side of things, would tell you that in 2023, evidence to suggest that every perceived slight by a younger person is accurate and based in reality does not exist. Actually, there's evidence to suggest that most of those things are incorrectly perceived, overinflated, or attributed to hypersensitivity in a race toward victimhood. There's more evidence to suggest that if you're just going to assume like this situation or that situation, that that could be the reality. But at the end of the day, I got to tell you, I don't really care. I honestly don't. I don't know how this is going to be resolved. I don't know what it means for the team, what it means for Mark Adams. I do care about those livelihoods that are involved that you already referenced because these are real people and there are a ton of them that work for this men's basketball program and things change whenever coaching changes are made, if that is the case. But to sit here and render judgments one way or another, I I can't really do today on Mark Adams or on what was received uh, by the player or by the team and its validity as to whether or not it was, um, you know, a crime against that person's sovereign humanity or whatever. So I, I, I know people will race to do that because this is what you do in this day and age. You and I can go ahead and just tell everybody uh, we are the most virtuous humans alive, so we don't have to go to any links to convince anyone of that. We'll just tell you we hate all the bad things more than anybody else, and we love all the good things more than anybody else. So I don't feel compelled, Chris, to like make some. A uh, big grand argument about, you know, the negativity of Mark Adams or the accuracy of the way that the player perceived what he was saying. All I can say for sure, at least in my opinion, is what I started this with. The program right now is not one that I think a lot of people are compelled, you know, to really go to bat for right or wrong. So, I mean, tell me if you agree or disagree, but I feel like that really is going to weigh into this process and how it is handled. It kind of has to, doesn't it, to some extent, fair or otherwise? Yeah, I mean, and I, and I get where you're coming from in that, you know, you just finished in ninth place and, and all those things. I mean, I just – none of us will ever know um, what what is being said by players and coaches in that program. They'll likely decide ultimately what happens here in, in so many ways. Uh, I think on, you know, there are other things that have happened that we are unaware of that they, you know, say, or do they, you know, do they just say, man, I don't, I've never had a hint of any of this, like this uttered my way. I mean, I I have no way of knowing any of that, but yeah, the the winning and losing part. I mean, I guess, I guess what, cause what you're saying is, and I agree with you, if you finish second in the league and you're, you're about to be a four seed in the NCAA tournament. Uh, are we having a different conversation here than if you're ninth place? I think and so. I, I think that's that's fair. That's I, and that's I don't mean like just you and me. I mean I, like general everybody. tone of the mm-hmm. fan base. Yeah, I think could completely be like agree. It. Yeah, and, and I I tried to you know read. Uh, I, I just 
I was with my daughter this morning. My my kid had a basketball game this morning, and all of a sudden, it's like you know, the old phone is just uh, a mess, and trying to read what's going on. And uh, you know, I, I, it seems like there's there's plenty of people on both sides of this. You know, plenty sure. of people like don't understand the outrage. Plenty of people are are very frustrated and angry and, 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 and maybe they're coming at it from the, I, I don't like finishing ninth. And so I'm going to be mad at, at, at this news, but you know, this is, uh, this is a topic that is, that is sensitive uh, and understandably so. And I think that's where Kirby and, and the administration, and again, what, what all, there's plenty that we just don't know here. So that's, what's tricky to sit here yeah. and try to talk about it because there's so much context tone, uh, timing. I mean, everything. We just we just simply don't know. All we've got is what what the statement was at face value, but it was enough for them to hit pause on everything and say. And and here's the next step here. Back to the sports part of this. But first, today's episode brought to you by Built Bar. You're looking for a delicious treat, but you're not looking for all the fat, all the calories. I got what you need. It's Built Bar. What makes them so good? For starters, covered in 100% real chocolate. You got it real chocolate and they come in unbelievably delicious flavors like churro peanut butter brownie or coconut almond not sure how they do it but they taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros and what's even better they're good for you only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein even better now not only can you get them at builtbar.com but you can get them at your nearest walmart your nearest sam's club Get there today and get in on something that tastes great and is great for you. You can thank me later after you've tried your first Built Bar. And, and here's the next step here, back to the sports part of this. What was not in that statement, I think if you if you read it closely, because I, I kind of read it a couple times and I'm just like, Oh my gosh! And then, but it's like right. th th there's no there's no closure to to the statement from the standpoint of it doesn't say that Marcus suspended for Wednesday night's game against West Virginia. It doesn't say Al Pinkins or whoever is now the interim head coach. It doesn't say any of that. And so, and I, and I only say that to, to tell you that. I don't. I don't. I, I think we're going to hear something else fairly soon, hmm. uh, whether it's shortly after we finish taping this, or whether that is early Monday morning uh, on kind of what they've maybe decided to do. Uh, have they decided to you know take more time with their kind of investigation? Do they have enough to make a good decision one way or the other and reinstate or or go a different direction or or continue a suspension? I I, I just don't know. I just, I, it just sucks for for me for a lot of those players and and people over there that are sitting there have no idea what their future holds right now, you know. And that yep. that part is the first thing I thought of because you automatically all start to like look at okay, how does this affect me? And that that part sucks because there are. There are things that happen for with people that you work for that you, you have nothing to do with, and then you're you're directly affected here. And again, I don't know what Mark said or who he said it to or why he said it or the context, but we we we've read some of the parameters here. You just read it in the statement, and but it, it's now very much in the air. And like I said, what are all those players going to say to 
Kirby Hocutt and whoever else is kind of helping with the investigation on their side of it. I mean, what yep. will staff members say? I mean, that that's I, – I just simply don't know. I know Mark has always been great to me, and uh, there's always – you know, there's people over there like – I mean, Coach Cooper and Coach Dora, they listen to this podcast all the time. They've told me as much. And it's like – because they know we're, we're, we're basketball-centric. We have been in the last couple of three weeks when football season ended, and they're – they're just kind of wanting to see what we said. And I'm like, man, I hope we're doing right by you or, or at least, uh, you know, telling a, a good story from the standpoint of uh, giving a, a real perspective about where the program is, win or lose, and and all that. But that that's where it, it hits home is that there's, there's just a lot of people that potentially could be affected here because this is – some will dismiss it, but it, it, at this point I think we would agree this is major in nature. It, this is not nothing. 100%. Yeah. And, Chris, it, regardless of how you interpret uh, the allegations, in, in this day and age you're not <laughs> – in this day and age, number one, you're not just recruiting once and then you're done. You're recruiting every hour of the day. The guys are already wearing your uniforms. You're re-recruiting. Yes. Any kind of stink – perceived or based in reality uh, in this type of realm, what are you doing with that on a recruiting trail? Mm -hmm. Buckus, right or wrong, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, we all know the reality. Um, And so I just, there's, I also think there's a very sterling example here uh, to just kind of paint the picture very vividly. It's just very convenient because it's happening right now. Uh, A weapon delivered used in the commission of a crime and a head coach diminishing that activity leads to what if you have a certain win-loss record? Uh, A Bible verse of some kind quoted, uh, I guess perceived to be like an endorsement of slavery or something, leads to what if you have a certain record? So I just, I think we're fools if we don't mention the competitive aspect of this and so many things that have been swirling around this program, again, right or wrong, true or untrue, turmoil has been the descriptor, I think, for this season. And so when you're engaged in an inquiry as it relates just to this allegation, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, you asked the question about the allegation, that may be a, a pretty black and white answer. And don't pardon that punt, deal with it. It'll be good for you today. <laughs> that could be just a yes or no, right? But also the context of your experience this season, does that lead you to say, well, you know, I didn't hear that or I didn't think that was that bad. But, you know, or a couple months ago we were, like, I feel like everybody's kind of, got a right to be disgruntled competitively. And what does that lead to when you're involved in an inquiry like this, you know, to speak of the context, I guess, of your uh, place of employment, which is what this all is at the end of the day. You know, if we had a really good record and it's just about the allegation and maybe it is or is interpreted this way or that way, maybe the conversation kind of ends there and it may be a bad result. I don't know, just there. But when you open this can of worms up, you know, to kind of, I guess, talk to guys about their experience in this program right now when you've had the season that you've had. It's not going to be, obviously, as uh, rosy as it could have been otherwise. I hope everyone is going to be fair-minded and not use this in any um, you know, man- manipulative way. But I also feel naive uh, saying that out loud whenever we're talking about major college athletics. There's just so many layers to this, Chris. And uh, it's going to take a little time to process some of what is going down right now, I think, for all of us as fans or obviously those involved in the inquiry, but maybe not that much time. Like you said, we may be back uh, discussing another revelation just, uh, well, possibly hours from now. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's, uh, you know, 
we're, we're scheduled to leave uh, for Kansas City uh, Tuesday morning, first thing. Uh, you play at 6 o'clock Wednesday night. Uh, sorry, all my days are running together. And so <laughs> we're sitting here on a, uh, on a Sunday afternoon, early Sunday afternoon. And, um, yeah, I, I don't believe there's a practice today. I, I would guess there's, you know, either one or, or a couple of practice sessions maybe tomorrow uh, before you d- depart. And who is in charge of those? Uh, that, that's kind of where my brain goes. Okay, what what now? What, what, what do we do? Who's, who's kind of in charge? And it just, you know, the, the, the experience uh, of, a, of a Big 12 tournament can be a lot of fun. I feel like now uh, this experience is going to be a thousand times different potentially than it was for this this school last year. And I'm not trying to be Pollyanna-ish or just like that all everything's supposed to be great and puppy dogs and rainbows, but it's just like you get to this point in the season and like postseason basketball, this is what you play for. This is what you you do all the stuff for and try to put yourself in a position and you haven't finished strong. Uh, but you, you just who knows where everybody's mind at? I guess is what I'm saying. And like last year, yeah. you played for the you played for the Big Twelve tournament championship, and and now you're your ninth place playing in the the first day first game of the tournament, and you, you're going to have to beat a really good West Virginia team just to get to Thursday for the right to play one seeded Kansas. And and I, I say all that just to say. I can only imagine what everybody's mindset is, you know, and that's the, that's the scary and the tricky part and the sad part, I guess, because they're just trying to worry about practice. And, and then, and then you've got, you're having to sit down with, with the athletic director and kind of be interviewed about some of the things that have been said or hadn't said, or what's went on, whether it was a few days ago or whether it was two months ago or whatever. And this is just not how this is supposed to go, unfortunately for the, for the old student athlete, um, so or or for staff members and all that. And again, we don't know what went on here. Um, I just I just hate it for all involved. I guess there's no there's ultimately no winners here. That's that's I guess my point. That's where I'm like looking up at it, going, "Oh my god!" I'm just trying to process everything. Still, as we're sitting here talking, trying to process everything, it just sucks. Uh, but um, you just have to trust the people in charge that they'll get to the bottom of it and make the best decision possible. And I think. I think it's very fair to say what, whether I like it or not, all options are on the table here, Casey. Yep. I mean, I think all options are on the table here, whether there's ultimately a change made. Uh, I've, you know, I've had people, I have no way of knowing if this is true. I've had people tell me that Mark was offered the opportunity to resign. He declined. I don't know if that's true or not. And I want to make that clear. Um, and so you, 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 you realize the seriousness of, of where we're at here when you start hearing, things along those lines, I guess is my point, uh, because all options uh, would be on the table. But I think to your point, it, it would be, you, you gotta, you gotta put uh, Humpty Dumpty back together again. If you're going to try to recruit to this scenario, if, if everybody stays in place, you follow, you, you follow what I'm saying. Oh yeah, It, it would be really hard to, to kind of, not that you can't, it just, but you, you've got some maneuvering you've got to do to, to try to, you know, be able to recruit to this scenario. Cause I think you, you nailed it. Uh, I think you used the term bubkiss. I'm not sure how we spell that, but yeah, I mean, cause it, <laughs> it, it would be difficult to see any hint of, of uh, a racial connotation here is just sensitive to everybody. And, and I think that, that, that would be used against you, you know, I mean, that, that's just the way the game is played out there in college athletics. Cause there's a lot, 
on the line. Everybody fights very hard for players, and some people use anything they can at their disposal if they feel like it gives them an advantage. And so, but what does that mean for the here and now uh, with Texas Tech men's basketball? I'm I'm not I'm not real sure, but uh, I sure am, am thinking about everybody over there because it can't be a lot of fun right now as we sit here and talk because everybody's probably very confused and wondering what in the world is going on and probably nobody has any answers. Uh, I know a couple of things that uh, I, I want to see uh, for sure, or, or maybe more accurately don't want to see. Uh, I don't want to see a racist running any of your athletics programs. We, I think we can all agree on that. If, if that's ever a thing, we don't want that to happen. I also don't want to see any man or woman railroaded uh, by perceived slights that weren't yeah. actually those are both those are both very fair yeah i think both i think we mostly all want that to be accurate day to day in our lives and we want to see texas tech basketball in a healthy state it ain't as we sit here today and that was true before this news so there are a lot of things to sort out here as you try to align uh some realities here with player coach supporters fans administrators in the wildest time of year for college basketball anyway so Subscribing to Locked On Texas Tech, a good idea because you never know when we're going to be back around giving you something else uh, as it relates to this ongoing and fluid situation. But appreciate appreciate you being out there uh, to take in this emergency episode as Mark Adams has been suspended by Texas Tech. Uh, more on this certainly to come on Monday, but possibly prior to then if we've got things continuing to happen in Lubbock this afternoon. So subscribe on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts so you miss nothing uh, that could possibly occur within mere hours. Uh, Chris will be back visiting again very, very soon. Uh, I know whatever the topic could be, I'm not quite sure just yet, but I'm sure it'll be interesting, man. Thanks for the time and perspectives of always. Thanks, Callan. Appreciate you, man. And uh, sorry to everybody that we missed a few days last week. Uh, We'll be back at it as much as we can. And unfortunately, a lot to talk about. Yeah, and I, I, that's Chris's apology. I'm not sorry. I was doing a hunger strike at John Higgins' house for a couple of days after the Kansas game, and then I had to get back to see this Murdoch trial come to a conclusion, and I just figured, oh, I guess we'll do an episode at some point. So uh, anyway, we're back in the saddle now, and uh, great to see you all out there again. For Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan. We'll see you for the next time around on Locked on Texas Tech.